that's just so special for such our club. Our club, mate. Our club. Lastly, after 57 years of pain, it's coming home. Hey there, TJ here, and welcome to Yeah The D's, where I'm going through the VFL 2022 Grand Final, which the Casey Demons won. Yay! Uh, Back-to-back in a different sort of way this year. Unfortunately, not with the senior team, but going and getting a premiership with our our reserves, our seconds, our whatever you want to call it, AFL-listed players that play with another team. Yeah, the KCDs got the job done against Southport, who also had a pretty fantastic season. So the Ds go in and do a Essendon 2000, going through a whole season with only one loss. Yeah, it was um, a interesting game, uh, especially weather-wise. It was torrential for a lot of it. Uh, but yeah, just a just a scrappy game of footy. If you're a footy purist and you just love the game, it was it was just one of those, just hard slog. Uh, teams going at it and um, it was a bit even for the first sort of part and then um, yeah we just sort of kicked away a little bit as the game went I didn't really feel like it was in too much doubt even though the margin was less than 10 points for a lot of the uh, first half yeah D's just got the job done and uh, yeah very very happy to end the VFL season with this win they were definitely the best side for the whole year in the VFL uh, Jakey Malksham, as you can see here, has got ended up with four goals. Most of them were in the later end of the game. Hit the first goal of the game, and uh, yeah, three three in the last quarter to really put it, help put it away. He um, let an absolute ripper go from 50. It was fantastic, and um, yeah, it was when you, when that goal went through. It's like, yep, cool, we got this. It's just it's just done. Uh, Southport had their best run in the first quarter. They kicked three goals in a row here after Melksham was able to kick the first one. Jacob Townsend, who you might recognize his name. He's a premiership player with Richmond. Not sure why he's not on a list. He's a fantastic player. Yeah, he was one of the best for Southport in this game. Taj got our second goal in the first quarter. So it went, yeah, one goal for us, three goals in a row to them. One goal to us for, you know, go down 2-2 to 3-3 in that first quarter. Second quarter, we were able to just kick the only two goals of the quarter in there with uh, Toby Bedford and Mitch Brown. So we went into halftime with a six-point lead, held, held them to only the one only the one goal from Jacob Townsend again. Uh, in that third quarter, Bailey Laurie had a pretty decent game and kicked an absolute ripper there. And James Munro, James Munro, who's um, you know one of the heart and soul of the KC Demons, gets got a got a ripping goal there as well. And then um, Southport got their only goal in the last quarter through Reese King through a free kick there. So, yeah, ended up uh, 10-10-70 to 5-8-38. We won by 32 points. A fairly comfortable victory in the end. Uh, Mitch White, former Demons listed player, Mitch White won the best on ground. He won the equivalent of the Norm Smith for the game. Uh, Luke Dunstan had a cracker. I thought James Munro would probably win the award but um yeah went to went to mitch white who was also quite well deserving adam tomlinson had a really good game in defense um he should definitely be looked at a bit more for the d's next year especially if we're looking at possibly flinging harrison petty forward sam wiedemann played a really really good game in the ruck he had 35 hitouts, so i could see him slotting into that dogger role that we're no longer going to have there uh, Jake Melksham was solid. Toby Bedford had heaps of 
had heaps of it running around with his pace. It was really, really exciting. Tajro Woden only had the 14 disposals, but did some really, really nice things around the ground, especially with running back. Two of his, what have you got here, four marks. Two of his four marks, I remember seeing, were running back to be the last person in defense. And then he would come back up the ground and create an option. So he's looking really, really good in that role. He looks like a really smart footballer and... He has grown throughout this VFL season to being a lot more comfortable playing against senior players. So I'm really excited to see him develop. Joel Smith had an okay game, didn't um, do anything too exciting. He was uh, back in the back line for this one. He had been playing forward recently. Mitch Brown did some nice things as well, kicking two goals for the game. Jacob Van Royen had one of the better... Yeah, Jacob Van Royen had one of the better games I've seen from a forward when not kicking a goal. Uh, a great example of that was Cozzy Pickett last year in, a, in the AFL Grand Final. But Jacob Van Royen was just getting plenty of the ball and creating lots of options, bringing other people into the game and doing some really nice things. Just a solid game, but yeah, pretty much pretty much in the D's hands for, for most of it. Southport had their chances in the first quarter, and then we made some defensive changes with who was lined up on who, and um, yeah, that basically stopped them out. For the game, we kicked, uh, yeah... 10 goals, 10 to 5 goals, 8. We um, got to 32 points up in the fourth quarter. Their biggest lead was 12 points. 20 minutes into the first quarter, and uh, the game is pretty even on tackles. So, yeah, that's um, that's pretty much my thoughts on the VFL Grand Final. Very solid end to the year for the boys. Uh, plenty of the uh, AFL Demons were down there to help celebrate, and uh, then they went off to the Brownlow Medal afterwards. So Patrick Cripps ended up with the Brownlow medal, which is a bit of a um, surprise after he was... He should have been bloody suspended for those last two games and um, ended up taking home three votes in the last game where they did lose by a point. He was he was probably best on ground that game, but yeah, really shouldn't have been playing them anyway. So that, yeah, left Carlton with the Coleman medalist and the Brownlow medalist and finishing ninth for the year, which is um, pretty, pretty interesting. Rob's Lockie Neal of his second Brownlow, you could say. But him getting a vote against us in that game is absolutely atrocious. He was nowhere near the ball in round 23. It was, yeah, he shouldn't have got a vote at all playing against us. Tuke Miller uh, polled very, very well. I uh, felt like the Clayton Oliver, Christian Petrarca votes were pretty accurate. Um, seven times they polled in the same game, which is uh, you know pretty much a third of the season. Uh, they were either first or third best or second best or whatever in the same game, which is just phenomenal for how well they play with each other. But um, yeah, geez, we're, we're just so blessed to have these these two superstars playing for us at the same time. It's going to be hard for one of them to win a Brownlow playing playing with each other, but they play for flags, they don't play for Brownlows. So yeah, that's pretty much my thoughts on the Brownlow medal. I, you know... Was it the best and fairest? I'm not too sure. Like, Patrick Cripps is definitely one of the best players I've ever seen. He's going to be 28 years old next year and uh, going into his ninth or tenth year without playing in finals. So, hopefully that'll uh, happen for him one day. You know, he's almost ending up like the Nathan Jones type, just being an absolute warrior for a club that everyone would have been happy to have. But, yeah, just not making any finals appearances. Yeah, so let's uh, let's get on to the AFLW. 
Now, the girls had their first loss since the grand final last year, their first loss for the season this year against the Lions. Um, it was a bit disappointing to watch. The, the, they started really well. They kicked the first uh, two or three goals of the game. It was very similar to the St Kilda game last week where we brought the right amount of, of pressure and, and effort to the contest and we won the contest pretty easily in that first quarter and gave ourselves a lot more opportunity than the other side. And then after quarter time, they readjust and then they bring the right pressure and uh, they were just better in the end. They, they got a bit more of a run of the, on, the, on the ball. They were able to get the ball moving a bit better and... Um, Yep, kicked more goals and um, really, yeah, kept us um, goalless in the second second half, which was, yeah, uh, a bit disappointing. But it just um, just wasn't our day that day. After just wasn't our day after um, getting the kick away. That's um, that's the first time Brisbane have beaten us in five five or six attempts. We won the last five, so um, yeah, a bit bit sad to not be able to hold on to that dominance. But yeah, kicked yeah three goals in the first quarter. One goal in the third and just weren't able to kick goals in those other quarters, which is really disappointing. Um, Lions just chipped away at it and had their three goal last quarter where they had definitely all the momentum going that way and we just couldn't get back into it. Uh, two first quarter goals to Kate Hall really helped set things up for us. We're missing a few players. Um, Tyler Harris missed this game for whatever reason. I'm not quite sure. And they just, yeah, just didn't quite get the result on Lily Mithin's uh, 50th game, which is a little bit disappointing. But yeah, Tyler Hanks was quite good. Lauren Pierce also. Maddie Gay back after missing game last week. So yeah, they pull their socks up and uh, go back at it again this week. So that's pretty much it for the reviews for the game. Not much news elsewhere to really talk about other than, yeah, Luke Jackson leaving. So, yeah, I'm not too fussed about that. You know, he's a young kid, wants to go home. Um, seems like his, yeah, his parents really, really want him there. I'm not buying any of the cosy talk from Kane Corns. Kane Corns also always goes into bat for Port Adelaide and trying to push their agenda and making things happen. As we know, people in the media like to talk a lot of rubbish. As we've seen, uh, Dyson Heppel re-signed for Essendon this week. Buddy Franklin re-signed for Essendon this week. Dustin Martin say that he's not going anywhere. And all three of these players were definitely leaving. They've been said by multiple people in the media that they're all leaving these clubs. And, you know, those journalists all got paid for the clicks on those articles, even though that they're all bullshit. The AFL media reminds me a lot of the wrestling media, the dirt sheets and the made-up storylines and things that happen off TV in that industry in America and it's just absolutely crazy how these uh, Muppets can get away with just lying straight out to people and just making up stories or posting rumors and 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 lies and, and all that it's just it's just absolutely perplexing how they can keep getting away from with that and how they don't lose any credibility when they just put out rubbish all the time yeah just absolutely strange so um, yeah I was just there's some thoughts on the media there yeah, not too much to talk about. I'll just keep doing these videos as the AFLW season rolls through and do a quick review on each game and uh, whatever news comes out from for the days during the week. Uh, once that season's all off and done, I've still got a few retrospective videos to do on our 2021 Premiership season, so I'll do those in the weeks that I don't have anything to talk about. So that's all I've pretty much got to say for this week's episode of Yeah The Days. Thank you so much for watching. Thanks for being on this journey so far. It's been um, exciting to try and put out content for the first time in my life like this. I don't, you know, 
Never tried video content for people, never tried commentating for anything. I don't consider myself a journalist. I just consider myself a really mad D's fan that just loves the D's and is just so excited that they won the flag last year and wanted to put something out into the, the, the world and the space. So here we are. Enjoy the last week of wearing uh, reigning Premiers merch because, uh, yeah, it's the last week. Well, we'll be the reigning Premiers, unfortunately. Geelong and Sydney playing this week in the grand final and I don't know who I want to win. I guess Geelong kind of deserve a flag after, you know, being so competitive and up the top for so many years. But um, I still hate them for 2011 and I absolutely hate Sydney. I hate Tom Papley so much. I hate Buddy Franklin for the player that he's become. He used to be such a superstar and now he's just a cheat. And um, yeah, if we could have a nil all draw, that would be great, wouldn't it? <laughs> anyway, thanks for watching. Yeah, the D's. Um, see you next week. Bye. special for such our club our club man our club lastly after 57 years of pain it's coming home